Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> and discuss movies for teens. This week, um, a movie requested by some of our listeners, the first movie in the After franchise. After. <laughs> also, this is the... Is this the first time we're recording an episode face-to-face? It's really strange. I like how you took a sip of your <laughs> drink and your eyes just went... I'm a little nervous. I know, I'm nervous to be sitting so close to Jane. She looks really pretty. Stop! Jane made me put my hair down. Okay, um... Comment if you like Issa's hair at this length. Which you do, because you're a normal person. No, I want it to be longer. Um, Jane, would you... I know real heads will have watched our video, but would you like to say where we are sitting? We're sitting in a basement. (laughs) I roomed Jane for Christmas. Um, I brought Jane to Massachusetts with me. <laughs> I can't after. Um, no, we're spending a few days with a couple of my cousins um, for the 24th, mainly for Noche Buena or Christmas Eve. But we also just like wanted to, I don't know, work from a house. <laughs> yeah, hang out. We d- it, it definitely has the feel of us working at a startup. All of us in laptops on one table. Yeah, and like... My cousins both work in tech, and so they were, like, discussing a coding problem today, and me and Jane were just there, like, mm-hmm. We started Facebook. Uh, no, we didn't. Um, I did see some teens today. Oh, yeah. I was telling Jane. We went to pick up some pork belly from a butcher in Massachusetts, and the guy was, like, a very old Italian man with one, like, one eye that was, like, really swollen. The eyeball <laughs> or the skin around the eye? I'm not sure. Anyway, um, but he had all these teens working for him. Wait, I'm they <laughs> No, they <laughs> They were fine. They looked happy. They looked like they liked their job. Their um, eyes were normal. <laughs> yes. Um the guy just looked like a character out of like Stregonona and the teens looked more like they were from Suburban Massachusetts. The only in character that I know from Stregonona is, is Stregonona. <laughs> the titular character. He could be like Stregonona's uncle. That's how old he was. Um Anyway, but I texted Jane because the teens were very aggressively telling everyone, and have a good Christmas. Like, there was no, absolutely no happy holidays in that store. They're defending Christmas. Did you feel that way? Or were they just, like, saying it normal? I think they were saying it normal, but it was obvious that, because there were, like, four people in line ahead of us. It was kind of obvious that they had been instructed to say that. Really? Because they were, like, saying it, they were, like, not forgetting it. Okay. I wish I had been there. So that you could be like, so I'm I could be Jewish. offended. <laughs> so I could be offended properly. Uh, <laughs> but we are here um, with my two cousins also because one of them had seen the movie that we have this week. Um, Jane, what's your relationship with the movie franchise slash book after? I have no relationship. <laughs> I feel like... You introduced it to me, and it had been in our little, like, potential movie list as bad and sexy. Yeah, I feel like what I had... Okay, I was confusing it with a different movie, which is there's a movie starring Nick Jonah. Wait, was that right? Did you look it up yesterday? I don't know. (laughs) I'm just... Sorry, you're so loud. (laughs) You're so much louder than me. And I'm, like, scared of Charlie. (laughs) Um, I watched a movie that was... um, about Nick Jonas, 
oh, at a I beach house. Look up. Mm-hmm. And there's a hot wife next door. Yeah. And they hang out on a boat and they like have sex on a boat, maybe. Does Nick Jonas show his butt? I thought that this was after, but it's not. Oh, I understand now. So I didn't know anything about the movie either because that's what I thought it was. <laughs> okay. Jake's also laughing at me because <laughs> I'm too loud. Um, so after was based on a book, um, if you can call it that. <laughs> it was originally released as fan fiction on Wattpad, specifically a fan fiction piece about Harry Styles from One Direction. Okay. Jane, what's your relationship to One Direction? <laughs> I knew the song, that's what makes him beautiful, okay. and then Harry Styles, and I like him. He's really talented. But I was never, like, a big fan of so One Direction. You, you don't have, like, a favorite One Direction that's not him. A favorite One Direction? I like A favorite Liam, member. So I liked Liam's song that's, like... Slow hands. No? In the bed? No. In the bed all day, barely. <laughs> but then I think he, like, hits, oh, no. he, like, hit a lady, right? Oh, oh, I don't remember. Um, He hit his... One of them have a, one mom. of them has a song called Slow Hands. Maybe it's Niall. That sounds right. But Do you um, like them? I like the song Slow Hands. I like Harry Styles' music. I like Harry Styles' alright. I've talked about this in the pod before, but I'm like kinda scared of him. Um, I don't I don't think I had a big boy band phase. What was boy bands like in the Philippines? People loved Bashy Boys as okay. well and NSYNC. But I think I only really got into like Justin Timberlake when he was like alone and like really? no longer. Yeah, because I really like like I love you. Which one? You made a face at me. I feel like Justin Timberlake hasn't aged well. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he wasn't aged then. I don't mean like physically. I oh, mean, okay, like, okay. The way like cultural like acceptance of Justin Timberlake has like had a big spike when he was doing like Dick in the Box, and then it kind of fell off. Yeah, so like, that was he... that was like Dick in the Box days. Yeah, okay. and that's the song. And he, he was like liked, funny and sexy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember seeing that clip and like he was funny and, and sexy. <laughs> anyway so then i feel when one direction like took off i feel a lot of my friends did like them but i didn't like any of them individually enough and i wanted to like have a favorite okay and you really had no feelings towards one of them no well i had a couple friends that said um that i had a similar smile to harry style that's a psycho thing to say to someone (laughs) (laughs) like what yes I'm going to have to see a side-by-side later. Okay, we'll put it on Twitter. <laughs> so I think that just compliment- complicated my feelings. <laughs> the compliment. Anyway, this person, was, this person, Anna Todd, wrote this Wattpad. It says, she took inspiration from Harry Styles and based the fan fiction on him. Um, and all the characters are like the other people in the band. So we kind of looked it up with my cousin Nicole last night and like different people in the movie are very obviously like the same letter as like one oh. of the band members. Um, anyway, within a month of publishing, quote unquote, the first chapters, aka putting it on Wattpad, the story had acquired 544 million reads. Oh my god. I wonder if that counts if you, like, click on it, but then click away. Anyway, that's still obviously a ton. Yeah. She later landed a deal with Simon & Schuster to publish the series with the lead male character's name changed to Hardin Scott. So she had literally written, like, in her, so, like, it had been Harry Styles at college. Yeah, it's, like, fan fiction. They call it a self-insert fan fiction. Oh, wait. Um, AU fan fiction, which is, like, alternate universe. So it's an alternate universe where Harry Styles is in college with you. But here's why I really struggled with that, just the issue, is that, okay, all the One Direction men are characters. But they're not friends. But they're not themselves. So it's sort of, like... 
it's just these stock people and all of their like relationships are gone and then they're put into this world. Yeah, but like you should like that because you played Sims and you like put people in the Sims that were real. Yeah, but like if I made my family in the Sims, oh, like, they would have the same relationship. Family, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't like my mom is like banging someone. It's banging like what is that old guy Mortimer? You know Mortimer? <laughs> <laughs> banging, banging <laughs> old guy Mortimer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I understand your confusion. However, I I do have more exposure to fan fiction than you, so I yeah. think it doesn't bother me as much. There's a lot of people <laughs> like to do like Hunger Games or like divergent characters like go to college because like yeah. they don't get to. <laughs> they don't get they to don't go. fight to the death. They don't get to go to college. <laughs> That's like what we want. Okay, you pointed out that the female lead actress is Josephine Langford. And she's the sister of Catherine Langford, who Big is in star. who is in Thirteen Reasons Why. I almost said Thirteen Knives Out. Love Simon. Who's in Knives Out? She's the daughter who sort of she's like a social justice warrior, but she's oh, still evil. Her. Yeah, she's one of the bad. <clears throat> the um, bad. <laughs> and we think she looks like our former guest Emma Erdbrink. I agree, but also we also think she looks like we Chloe also Grace think like she looks like Chloe Grace Moretz and um, Lily, Reinhardt. Lily Reinhardt had a child. So she's very pretty, is the point. Yeah, she's probably not a natural blonde, right? I was gonna say, and she's blonde, and then I was like, mm. she might be. That's a really good question, but probably not. She probably has like my hair color. The male lead actor is Hero Beauregard Faulkner finds Tiffin, or Hero finds Tiffin. Voldemort's nephew. He is the well. He is the the actor is the nephew of Ralph Fiennes, and he played eleven year old Tom Riddle, Voldemort. Spoilers. <laughs> in Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. <laughs> we put in the description warning. He is mainly known for this though. And they're in, you know, they basically did the film and signed them to like sequels. Um, and I learned that the sequel has Dylan Sprouse in it. Oh my god! Not is Cole he Sprouse. another? Is he another love interest? I don't know. I, I feel like figure it out. Yeah, I might have to look. That um, up. in general, what did? Well, I guess we could go into it, but like in general, I didn't really recognize any young teens in this. No, like, I didn't recognize it. Any of the actors except for Selma Blair, who plays the mom. Oh, Not also the, the dad from Peter the OC. Gallagher. Yeah. So no teen, no young people are like hot new teens. Yeah. Just okay. This. It's okay. They, I mean, now they are. But like Catherine Langford. Wait, what's her name? Josephine Langford. One thing I'm really interested in is like there might be a feud between her and her sister. There's all these rumors. What did you read? I just read, and I actually heard it on the podcast Who Weekly. They talked about it. Um. They're sisters, but they never, like, talk about each other or, like, support each other publicly. But, like, what if they do in private and we just they, don't They know? might, they might. But there was an interview with Catherine, and she said, none of my family members are in show business. Oh. So there's just, like, I mean, who knows what's really happening. And someone was like, but you have a sister. And she was like, she's evil. I don't know. It's unclear. I would like to know the truth. Okay, cool. Should we jump right in? Okay, we're going to jump in. Tessa, her mom, and her boyfriend Noah drive to Georgia to drop her off for college. 
Her roommate, Steph, is older and hot and a lesbian. Some British guy named Hardin is in her room after her shower, and they have banter about the great Gatsby. Steph pressures her into going to a party, even though Tessa is more of the bookish type. During a game of Truth or Dare, Tessa sort of reveals she's a virgin, and then, when she's dared to make out with Hardin, leaves to call Noah. He is judgmental about her partying, and she hangs up. She ends up in Hardin's room and looks through his book collection. He comes in, and they almost kiss. But Tessa leaves. I can't believe we said there are no hot teens because Noah is. Oh my god, duh. We're so stupid. He plays Theo in you. He, he plays Theo in the most recent episode, or season of you. Yeah, and he's hot. I was like so his into him. Bad. His, his hair is like curly and more blonde. I mean, he's supposed to that's be... That's not why it's bad, <laughs> to be clear. Yeah, that's, yours, that's true. You can have blonde curly hair and it can look good. But he has doesn't. And also, like, he's supposed to be kind of, like, the dowdy one, I guess. The less attractive one. Oh, I thought he was supposed to be, like, attractive, but, like, pure. And, like, yeah, he's vanilla. Virgin. He's vanilla. <laughs> and maybe Christian? I guess that's never clarified. Oh, yeah, that's not really... It's not really clarified. Um, what do we think about, like, our leads aesthetics? Very generic. Everything's very cliche, very trope, very superficial. I actually, like, I think I say this later on, too, but a lot of her outfits, like, I feel like I wore in, like, freshman year of college. Forever 21? That, like, hurt me. Did you feel Forever 21 about them? Or did you feel something I felt it more about her specifically, and then the boys could have just been wearing whatever. Yeah, Yeah. she definitely wore a lot of, like, especially, like, the formal dress, which isn't formal. The dresses she wears, like, those are the kind of things that you buy for $20 at Forever 21 and you wear once. Yes. Like, it's, like, a red formal dress that's, it's a v-neck, but it's, like, long sleeves, and then it's, like, an A-line dress. Like, I just, like, felt attacked. (laughs) But she looked good. She just looked really young, which in some ways that's nice. Like, it's nice she actually looks like a college student. Yeah, I will say that her roommates, on purpose, they dress, like, more like Gen Zers, which I don't know if the movie's trying to be, like, these are kids in, like, 2016 or these are kids in, like, oh, wait, when did we go to college? These are kids in, like, 2011 or these are kids, like, now. I feel like it's supposed to be current. That's my take. And I feel like she's just supposed to be, like, a good girl. Then she's, like, bad. Like, she's bad at being a Gen Zer. <laughs> I don't even see, like, I don't even think of her as Gen Z because there's no Gen Zs that are, like, writing this. That's true. It's all adults. Uh, Samuel Blair is her mom. Oh, also, I thought that Theo from you, her boyfriend Noah, was her brother for a long time. We, we thought that and then they kissed. <laughs> and we were like, oh, it's definitely it was really like, definitely her brother. <laughs> I did like the touch that they drove in a Subaru because we learned that part of this was shot in the Boston area. So that's on brand, but I don't know if it's supposed to be. But we know that she goes to college in Atlanta. She also has a Bed Bath & Beyond laundry basket that is exactly the same as a laundry basket I bought for college. And so, like, again, I felt attacked. So I think they're trying to be, like, I don't know. I think they're trying to, like, pander to millennials. Anyway. Mm. Because maybe, of the laundry basket. Yeah, right? That's, like, so specific. Um, to talk about Harden's oh, yeah. aesthetic, we, we fought about the tattoos. He has a lot of fake tattoos. And the ones that I thought were okay, Issa hated. And ones that Issa thought were okay, I hated. Yeah, we, we discovered through this movie that we had opposite tastes. But also he... Okay, so he's British. He wears a leather jacket, but then later he wears a different outfit that Nate doesn't like, which we can talk about later. <laughs> but he 
he's supposed to be this badass like playboy right but he doesn't drink also so that's a little he's weird. sober but he's that's also like very it's not that he doesn't drink it's like he's sober okay but he should be like smoking crack i also think <laughs> he should be like doing drugs basically I no one does drugs i yeah. do think it's very fanfic to have someone be sober relapse because he does relapse and then that's never addressed yeah like it's just to show that he's like emotionally distraught because he's in love i also like i don't know i guess i guess we have enough you know movies where the person drinks but it is very it is very sort of like fanfic from 2011 for the protagonist to be like i don't drink i don't party anyway i did say when so she walks in and she sees her hot roommate and her hot roommate's girlfriend um one one her roommate is a woman of color and her roommate's girlfriend is white and i said maybe i wasn't sure jane that's us <laughs> i kind of thought they maybe were both people of color. oh yeah maybe but we don't we don't know they're we, also we playing, aren't like, race scientists they're playing like grungy music in there and i said like jane if that were us like what music would we be playing <laughs> ariana grande oh yeah are you saying true. if we were dating <laughs> if we were dating what music would we listen to <laughs> Um, my really good joke is Harden, more like hard on. Oh yeah, I was like, Jane, save it for the pod. <laughs> um immediately this college experience is not realistic to me because there's no orientation. There's like no there she's thrown into this completely alone. She has no friends, like she's rooming with seniors. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. That's true. It doesn't. There's a lot of weird stuff where, like, the roommate they make a point to be like, "I'm matched with a freshman," and I'm like, "Matched." That doesn't happen typically. I think it can if you really, really like delay and like there's no oh. other choices. But she has a girlfriend and like five friends, so it doesn't make sense that's anyway. True. But I guess that's just carryover from the original. That's novel. true. Because how old was the person who wrote this? Did they go to college? Like it doesn't feel so like they know about college. They're like our age. They're she's thirty two now. <laughs> oh, and when she write this? Whenever twenty sixteen. Okay, so she has no excuse. Twenty fourteen. Maybe she didn't go to college. Oh, imagine if I wrote this in twenty fourteen. Anyway, wait. It just doesn't feel like college. There's no RA. I also wanted to ask you, so they make a big deal out of her bringing books to college, and then she has a very strange copy of Great Gatsby. It sort of looks like it belongs in, like, a preserved library. (laughs) Like, it, like, is weird binding, but her books are not that out there. They're like, Great Gatsby, um, Wuthering Heights, whatever. They're very, um, they're the canon, which is what happens in every boring movie. Do you remember bringing books to college? No, I didn't have room for books. But you also, in general, are are a library gal. And so, like, you could also get them from the college library. Although, I don't think I ever borrowed fiction from the college library. I only did that once, which is so stupid because they had a great library. I did join the Fairfax Public Library and would regularly drive to the library and get books. Wait, instead of the school one? Yeah, it's stupid. I'm stupid. Well, it's cute. Like, maybe you just like the aesthetic of, like, a public library, which is good. I did. I do. Just good. Did Meanwhile, you bring books? Yeah, I like. I am like the annoying girl that like brought like a few like beloved books to college, but I can't remember what I brought. And they definitely they weren't the literary canon. <laughs> they were definitely like books that made me books that I felt like I would reread and that were like kind of like maybe I could lend it to. It was like dumb. It's it's probably like Sister of the Traveling Pants. Oh, that's a great like that, one. You know? like, but also, I didn't read a lot in college. 
I I didn't really read the books that I brought. Yeah, I was like studying or I was just like trying Party. to read something else. Yeah, or I was fucking hanging out. Anyway, um we get the party they they introduce a bunch of characters that don't seem to like go together and that's cuz they're supposed to be the members of one direction so they're not <laughs> yeah. the <laughs> the author didn't really have to like characterize them because like if you were reading the fanfic you would just be like oh that's Niall the person that i know um but there's also a townie that hangs out with them um and then they have this conversation where um well she she calls Noah and he's like what you're like out right now like and now you're drinking and now you're partying and like unfortunately I did have that experience like I stayed with my high school boyfriend in freshman year and there was a gap between us in how much we wanted to party in college basically I don't think it was necessarily that he was like you're turning into a party girl or whatever but he was a little it was more just like a misunderstanding between us of like oh I thought we were sort of like the same mm. you know did you go into college being like I'm gonna party this much and he was like I'm gonna party that much no I think I went into college mainly being like I want to make friends and so like that sort of escalated into the partying whereas he was sort of like no matter what, I, like, don't really want to drink. Like, I don't like when people, like, get drunk. Has he kept to that? I mean, now we're, like, all adults, so he'll, like, have a drink with dinner, you know? But I I don't know. Yeah, I guess why would you know <laughs> yeah. his drinking habits? We should text him. No. Um, but, uh, you know, it was... I'll give the movie that this was a sort of... I think their their use of texting was okay. Like... There was some like fairly normal, and they did. They don't like move the plot or like do any big twists through texting. So like, they never move the plot. That's why. <laughs> that's like why the texting was fine because they didn't try to do anything stupid. And they don't say like, "Did you check Instagram?" or like, "I'm on right. Reddit." Like they didn't like plug any um, very current like uh, social media apps. So there I agree. Were, there was something also that happened where Noah's like, "I thought you were different," and then like two hours later he's like sorry just saying what i think like and i thought that was actually kind of realistic it's like saying something bitchy to your significant other and then being like no worries never mind <laughs> um what did we think of like hard like their first interaction where they almost kiss in harden's giant frat room unclear it, oh, also um, he's in the frat yeah right? he doesn't seem like a frat boy by any means anyway. he seems like a bad boy this whole okay my takeaway from this movie is that it, it's like Fifty Shades Junior, mini Fifty Shades, sure, Fifty Shades Light, Fifty Shades for Kids, because they're they're they don't like talk. It's all about like chemistry and vibes, and obviously their meet cute is like they're annoyed at each other. Yeah, but then it's like, but then they immediately like are drawn to each other for no reason. It's not explained um, until later. They're hot. Um, I guess they're hot, but it's you said he was hot. Yeah. <laughs> you caught me um i guess what's frustrating to me is like it feels gross that she admits she's a virgin and then and then there's like this interest in her and like she's innocent and it just feels like a little manipulative that's true which is I, what happens i had a question for you when okay. you were in freshman year of college do you remember like people asking each other if they have had sex I remember very clearly a really embarrassing moment when I was really drunk in the storm room and being like, who's a virgin? And I was like, me! Did you do that? I, had, I probably had an experience like that. I I have a, I mean, I definitely, like, told female friends that I was still a virgin when I went to college. And then I also, like, I had, like, one male friend, and he was also, like, long distance with his girlfriend. 
And so we were talking about like long distance and stuff. And he was like, yeah, it just like sucks. Like, you know, not being able to have sex with your partner. And I was like, we haven't. And he was like, what? Like he was so, <laughs> he was like, he was probably like, why even do long distance? I don't know. Yeah. I, and that's really embarrassing looking back at it, but I was just drunk and like being silly. And I know that, so some people looked at me and were like, uh, but I know that some people who looked at me like I was crazy also were virgins. And then I had sex really soon because I'm really cool. I also think I I had like some friends that like we were all like, okay, we're relieved because like all of us in the room are virgin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it was like, I don't know. Then we were, then we could talk about our quest to not be virgins. Anymore. <laughs> I wasn't very close with my college roommate. And honestly, like I don't have a lot of close friends. From oh, me college. too. I, w- I wasn't close to my roommate either. So I can't really, I mean, they're not. Yeah, but the thing is, I did get to hear about when she lost her virginity, which was oh. very, very exciting. Like, those are things that you, you like, Wait, reshared. Do you mean you got to hear it? Or no, you got to hear thank about God. It? Okay. <laughs> thank God. Yeah. Um, I got to hear about it. So, yeah. that's thrilling. I guess something this movie does interestingly is that she's not really friends with her roommate, but they still, like... <sighs> her roommate adopts her really quickly, because, like, at first her roommate's, like... I don't want to be with a freshman. And then immediately she's like, I'm your, I'm your spirit animal canceled. And then she, (laughs) and then she like incorporates her into her friend group again for no reason. Like Tessa hasn't demonstrated any interesting personality traits besides that she's like innocent and like easy to manipulate. And she does make one friend, which we can talk about next. Should we just move on? Yeah. Okay, here we go. In English class, Tessa sits with her friend Landon, but then Hardin shows up. While discussing Pride Hardin. and Prejudice, Hardin says love is a transaction, and they have a hot little back and forth. Landon reveals <laughs> he hates Hardin, whose dad, the college chancellor, dates his mom. At a coffee shop, Hardin asks to reset and be friends, and then shows Tessa a lake in the woods. They go under and experience silence. They finally kiss, but don't go further because Hardin says they have time. <laughs> Tessa tries to define the relationship, and Hardin says he doesn't date. Later, Tessa has a sexy dream about Hardin. My question was, did you have any experiences feeling silenced by men in college classes? <laughs> Not at all, because I was a sociology major, major oh! and a gender, and a, like a women and genders, whatever. I actually... Were there any dudes? Yeah. Yeah. There were plenty of dudes in sociology. And then in all of like the gay classes, there was a lot of gay dudes. But honestly, (laughs) the only time I like felt kind of bullied in class was in um, queer theory. And there was this (gasps) one table of like bitchy, like outwardly gay people who seemed to think think that because they like were clearly gay, they like were better but what's really frustrating is they would they would be the kind of people that like came to class late with starbucks mm. and i was like you're not better than me like you're and they, there was this one guy who i really liked who i mean i don't know anything about his sexuality but i feel like they didn't like him just because he was am i sounding crazy he's like a white dude like no i think like <laughs> i think you're trying to say that like they kind of used being queer as like popular kid fuel in that class which i do feel like Especially in college, I feel like there... I don't know why we're talking about this, but I feel like in college, there was, like, a very specific, like, popular gay... Popular mean gay guy. But also, my college was massive, so there was no such thing as popularity. Like... No, yeah, I mean, I'm saying, like, I don't even... I wouldn't even say they were actually popular, but that's, like, the persona that they're, like, inhabiting. Totally. And they were just, like, kind of rude in class, and, and this guy who was so nice and, like, so interested, and, like, he shared interesting things, and I was like... I mean, like, maybe he was gay, too. You yeah. know what I mean? That's such a stupid story. No, I think it's it's interesting because you were all... You were, like, in so many humanities classes. Yeah, well, you were. 
We I mean, the men. Well, I was going to say, I, I was where the men are in the STEM classes. I was going to say, I can't really, like, speak about those in terms of, like, feeling bullied or whatever. Because, like, in STEM classes, you don't really have, like, discussions or, like, raise your hand oh. and, like, answer as much. It's more of, like, a lecture in, like, a giant lecture hall. Yeah. There's, like, labs. And so, like, for those, I kind of had, like, some friends that I would commonly see in my labs but i do remember i took an english class that was um a sci-fi like english class cool that's so fun. it was like mostly men and it was oh. the only class that it was the only class that i was kind of like oh i feel like i'm not speaking up enough and i'm like mm. doing that to myself and like yeah everyone here is like saying dumb shit and like they're happy to like say it so then i like tried to make myself also the teacher was like super cool and we watched um 2001 space odyssey and he was like if you wanted to smoke before it like i probably would and i was like what okay that might be illegal um i mean he said it in a way that like it could obviously be a joke right but like but it wasn't a joke i don't think another moment that just came to mind is me so like i feel like i went to college thinking i was really like a smart person and the thing is, I'm actually a really stupid person. And during like one of one of my like women's studies classes, I brought up a scene from Girls. That's cool. And I like fucking. And I was like, "You guys don't." And like, no one reacted. And I was like, "You guys don't like girls." And I just felt like so out of my element. No, that's fucking cool. I think that like if you had done that, it sort of depends too. I think like every time I would be in a class that had discussions, I would it would take me like at least two weeks to like acclimate to like the vibe. And I was just like, I don't know, I I feel like when I went to high school in, like, the Philippines, like, there wasn't as much emphasis on, like, discussion. And when I went to school with, with like, Americans, honestly, that was, like, a hurdle that I felt like I had to, like, sort of get myself to break mm-hmm. out of. Um, I mean, that all said, like, both of our stories, I feel, are better than their story, which is that they just, like, argue about Pride and Prejudice. And it's so clearly, like, it's so clearly one of the moments where they're, like, talking about something else, but they're fighting about the book, and everyone else is like, what's happening here? And it's stupid. Like, the discussion is stupid. Like, it doesn't even seem really relevant to the class. Yeah, it's about, he basically says he thinks... Lizzie Bennett like sucks and it's also funny because like I don't think I think in English classes they don't just go like so what did you think of the whole book yeah <laughs> like, that's not how it works <laughs> and also saying Lizzie Bennett sucks like isn't a critical isn't critical feedback yeah I mean it's it's like not at all what they want and I I, I thought they were trying to make him be like smart at like writing no wait <laughs> does, I, he have, I, does he have any like skills no one has any interest she likes books and he has a guitar in his room and he also likes books yeah they like because she saw wuthering heights in his room so they're both literate um something that <laughs> something that happened was he's like i'm gonna take you to my special place okay and she's like i can't and then she's like actually i can and she gets in his dope car yeah his car is the best part of the movie and he dri- did you say long car <laughs> and he drives her to the woods and as they're like hiking down the woods i'm like he better not bring her to a body of water immediately it's a lake because every like special place is wet <laughs> no one's like special place is dry um that's wow, a theory that's i'm really gonna test interesting and then I have another thought about the lake, which is they go to the lake and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to like hop in. I'm going to go swimming. And I think it's sort of manipulative to bring someone who's fully clothed and then be like, let's go swimming. Because obviously she's, she has no other choice but to yeah take off the dress. My objection here was, I don't think treading water is romantic. Oh yeah. You had trouble with that? I had a lot of trouble with it. In, in general, I don't like fresh water. Like I just imagine like getting in that pond and it's like, 
muddy and like there's twigs in the mud and the water maybe and, like, snakes there's, like weeds and they're like touching your genitals um i just like don't yeah i i did not like it he also does this thing where he's like close your eyes and like let me show you something and they go under and i was like what if you went under and there were weeds i don't know i just like <laughs> i can't I, deal with i think water. that they both left and had skin eating flesh flesh eating bacteria <laughs> I, I just, like, can't. And they, they do a lot of, like, in some parts it looks like they're treading water. And in some parts it looks like he's standing because then he, like, sort of lifts her. Yeah. And that's inconsistent. There's some movie magic happening. And I just don't think. I, maybe I'm just bad at Can I share water. my two lake stories? Okay. Which is why I also think this would be, like. I, cause I have the note. Lakes are cool but not sexy. Here are my two lake stories. Adrian, friend of the pod. She has an awesome lake house, but there's, like, a lot of mossy gook that you have Mm. to walk through, which is kind of fun. And then Charlie, our producer, he has another great lake house, but there's, like, normal lake, and then there's the forest. There's, like, the underwater forest that you have to get through, and I've never gotten through it. past the forest is the diving, like, what am I trying to say? Pad. Like, yeah, the Watt pad. That's the Watt pad. <laughs> but uh, we went one time and I swam across the forest, like with the weeds touching my body, and I just screamed the whole time. I didn't go and through. I was past it. It's like, um, what are the Grindelwalds in Harry Potter? Yes, exactly. I mean, like, I wonder if, like, it just doesn't bother other people as much. Yeah, totally. But again, like, in this part, I guess. This is where I started to be like, okay, they're trying to turn up the heat because, like, they get out of the water, they're putting clothes back on, but he touches her belly button, right? Yeah, and then she's like, why did you stop? He has very, yeah, I was like, did you think he was going to, like, finger you on the dock? Anyway, she's very, like, like, with his lake hands. I didn't that. Um, She also has very, like, did you notice she has very, like, American Eagle slash, like, airy underwear? It oh, was like they're the, like floral. They're like but the boxer, the boy boxer. What am I saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like boy brief boy, cut, yeah. and they're like fun pattern. And I was like, yay, She's like innocent. Yeah, yeah. but like I still. <laughs> I you like really? those. My yeah. problem is I'm like so self conscious about. I hate the term panty line. I'm so self conscious about. Oh yeah, I wear them like at home. Yeah, without pants on. Or with pants on. <laughs> um, but yes, he touches her belly button. I did not... This is maybe, I would say, the most... To me, this this was the sexiest scene. Oh, really? Like, I didn't feel that sexy. I didn't feel like the other ones were, like, that hot. And yet, it, like, fell short. But I do think if I were 14 watching this, like, I would like it. Yeah, th- this... We're gonna talk about this more, but, like, the movie is clearly for children... By children, well, for children, for children, well, by ch- um, you don't think so? Like teen, early teen. It's for people who like don't know what sex is because there's so much longing and there's yeah. so little sex. Yeah, there's and so the much longing is not good. I don't know. Do you remember that they also have like a sex dream, but like he doesn't even really like have sex with her in the yeah. Dream. She like goes. She she like. Puts his hand on her belly button, vagina. <laughs> I love vagina. Um, I yeah, I think a lot of this could also be improved. I mean, talk about this later because it it really becomes obvious later. Every like scene where there's longing, quote unquote, they like slow down. I mean, they don't literally slow it down all the time, but they like they must have directed them to just like move very slowly there's just very little that happens and so to fill out an hour and 45 minutes there's a lot of nothing there's a lot of sitting there's a lot of staring 
There's a lot of montage of the car driving. You know what it's like? It's like when you go in like a karaoke room and like there's footage that's oh. just like on the screen. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Noah shows up and Tessa brings him to a bonfire with the whole crew. When a guy tries to kiss Tessa during a game of suck and blow, Harden attacks him. <laughs> Later, Landon calls Tessa over because Harden freaked out, started drinking, and broke stuff. He tells Tessa he's a mess. She says she's a mess, and then he says he's open to dating. After she accidentally sleeps over, Tessa tries to lie to Noah about what happened, but Harden shows up, revealing the truth, and Noah leaves. Steph, the roommate, comforts her by spooning her. <laughs> Harden and Tessa talk on a roof where Tessa reveals that when her dad left the family, Noah supported her. Tessa's mom walks in on Tessa making out with Harden. When Tessa stands up for herself, the mom cuts her off financially, saying Harden will break her heart. Um, The way that they... I, I sort of didn't realize this while I was watching it, but it's very confusing that Tessa wants to date Harden, but she doesn't seem to have any thoughts about breaking up with Noah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, like, clearly she feels bad about hurting him, but she she isn't thinking about that. I don't think she's thinking about much. That's true. But then again, I think that can happen to you. If you're a teen, like, like I remember being in a long-distance relationship and, like, feeling attracted to guys at college, but not thinking, like, okay, and obviously this means I don't love my high school boyfriend. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it just sort of, like, coexists because you're also just, like, growing up yeah so like that didn't bother me as much because i'm in there <laughs> and i i do think <laughs> not it's that i ever cheated on anyone Ugh. i do think it's important that they have the scene of her being like noah helped my family because before then we there's no reason for them to be together like he's not oh a likable person yeah and the reason we thought that he was her brother is because like in the very first scene of the movie he's just like in their house like cooking breakfast with them or something yeah and he drives with them to college yeah so from, that's why yeah maybe from boston we don't know we don't know they maybe drive from boston so to georgia like they're clearly like he's like a family friend as well so yeah that that actually made it come together a little more i think yeah i think in general, I just, like, didn't really understand. I mean, I understood what she wanted, but I didn't understand why. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, the motivations of her, like, my my thing is, like, why does she want to date Harden before, like, does she want two boyfriends? Yeah. The hoe? I think she, as she says, she's confused. I, I my question was... As a teen, do you ever do you ever have any memories of like going through a breakup and like you have to hide at school that you're crying? Oh, that's so sad. No, because I never experienced that. My oh, like or in college, yeah. But yeah, um, maybe you weren't a teen anymore. To be honest, like no, like I that's good. The <laughs> no crying definitely not. Did you? I remember like trying not to cry once that's after sad. I was having a time with like a breakup on my first boyfriend. And I remember, like, a guy friend of mine coming up to me. And I was just trying to, like, emo out, like, walking down the hallway. It was just in high school. I was, like, waiting to get picked up. And, like, I um, I kind of, like, didn't want to talk. So I was like, hey. But this guy friend was like, hey, like, are you okay? And, like, I just felt so – I just felt so grateful to him because, like, I don't know. You don't – you also don't expect necessarily that, like, a, a, a platonic male friend in high school, like, really, like – understands what's going emotionally on mature enough yeah yeah and then i sort of like said like oh it's just stuff to do with this person and he was like oh like don't he was basically like this will one day like be all he was actually very like nice where is he, he like, now he was Where's like this he will now? one day like be all like nothing he works for like <laughs> unfortunately i think he works for like amazon <laughs> oh man <laughs> he uh, anyway yeah he got worse a good guy 
That's sad. I'm trying to, like, I don't think I've had anything similar because I broke up with my high school boyfriend amicably and he went to college. So he was gone. But you didn't walk around feeling sad. No. And then in college, like, it's really easy to avoid people. That's true. And, like, I didn't really deal with that if I'm correct. Um, We We can tell she's falling apart in the movie because she's swiping at her under eyes. Yeah, but Which she I didn't really on... understand. Okay, let it me looks explain like she's it. putting concealer on. She puts on makeup because she's like, I'm going to go out tonight and look hot, but makeup's not her. And then she takes a makeup remover, but I, for whatever, she just puts it under her eye. Yeah, which is what you do when, like, your mascara, like... When you're like, yeah, yeah. it's not So it's then not I'm like, well is she done. crying? Anyway. I have a question. Okay. Did you ever spoon your college roommate? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm definitely... We actually talked about this. We talked about friend cuddling. Yeah. Um I Jane reveals she's not a friend cuddler. Long hugs is my limit. Oh, is your limit. I was going to be Probably. like that is cuddling. Well, I've cuddled I feel like I I have done it. But sometimes you you, <laughs> you talk about it. You talk about cuddling. Well, I was going to say I think I'm a hugger and I had a friend that I had I roomed with a good friend for part of the time in college. I was usually rooming with someone that was like not like a close friend, but like a good roommate. I feel mm-hmm. which is great. Um, but I roomed with one of my besties, Emily Goodwin, um, for for part of college, and we would like drunkenly like hug each other and like into bed and stuff. Um, and I remember I have a very fond memory of because um, we we used to like hike our beds up onto the tallest. Oh yeah, do you remember when you put your dorm bed? Up I didn't on the get to do that, thing? but I know what you're talking about. We always did it because I never had any fucking space for like suitcases. But I have a fond memory of Nate drunkenly getting under her bed and like eating chips <laughs> while we were like hugging on top of the bed. Oh, he was he was um cucked. Yeah, <laughs> but I will chips. say. I will say also, as much as I said that, I feel like I didn't have sisters growing up. And so I feel like a lot of people I knew were even cuddlier than me with female friends. Mm, yeah, I think that's... that's so I feel like I'm sort of in the middle and Jane is like no cuddling. Yeah, and then there's people limited. that are more cuddling than me. Yeah. Another question. Did you ever do anything sexual in a college academic building? And I'm asking because... They go to the library oh, yes. and read to each other and during, mm-hmm. but like specifically during the hours that it's closed and then a security guard chases them and they like laugh and run away. Wait, I said, we find out that Hardin is a writer. Oh, cause he's writing his book and she's like, I want to know it's in the book. Did we ever figure out what it was? Oh, it was his essay. Okay. Okay. But he's writing in like a notebook. Is, they have computers. Make sense. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <gasps> maybe he's a ghost from the like 1700s i don't have any sexy stories about the library i do know people um who did attempt that i know someone who had sex in so you know how like uh new buildings on college campuses are now required to have accessibility yeah so like if a lot of people if they go to college now you'll see that like the newer buildings have elevators even yeah. in buildings that you're like does this need an elevator and it's just like every building should um so there was one part of our library that was newer and renovated and it had an elevator but no one used it and so i knew someone that had sex in the elevator that feels like the worst option yeah i guess it was just to be funny i don't know yeah I don't know what for to the say. story do it for the story i never used it so like i n- it never offended me so like <laughs> would you have been offended you're like i take that elevator every day well if i'd seen some stuff on the floor maybe <laughs> oh anyway but no do you only in so only in um a building that was like 
on campus. It wasn't an academic building. Oh, okay, okay. It was like, you know how there were, it was a trailer. It was a campus building. It's a but trailer. it wasn't. It was, I can't, I can't go on. I can't Do go on. Do you want to say what kind of campus building it was? I don't know how to describe it without giving, it was where people worked for an on-campus job. Oh my god. <laughs> Never mind. Well, was there, were you like worried that you would get caught? No. Was that like part of it? Oh, no, no it okay. was fully secure. I couldn't have, I, I, I can't, I can't be getting caught. That's not for me. I definitely, so I dated and I'm now married to someone who was in a fraternity. And so there were definitely shenanigans in different parts of the fraternity house. That's all I said. So that's in every building. one of those frat brothers' beds. <laughs> I did have a, a, a situation where um, it was actually, we were visiting as alumni and we were staying in someone's room. Like they weren't there. So they were like, come stay in my room, like in the frat. So we're like, okay, cool. We don't have to book a hotel room. And we were like cuddling and like starting to fool around. And then like someone walked in on us and I was like, ah, cause it was a frat brother who was like younger than us. No. Yeah. I went like, oh, <laughs> it was just very cartoonish. Whoa, I was like, whoa, no, whoa. no. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Harden brings Tessa <laughs> to an apartment that he's house-sitting for a year and says they can live there now that her mom has cut her off financially. They attend <laughs> Harden's dad's and Landon's mom's wedding. Harden is upset because his dad used to be a drunk and somehow got his mom assaulted. He and Tessa finally have sex. Molly confronts <laughs> Tessa in the bathroom. I didn't explain who Molly is. Some girl confronts Tessa in the bathroom <laughs> and is vaguely threatening. Tessa sees incriminating texts from her on Harden's phone, but he says it's nothing and leaves. Molly plans a trap to get Harden and Tessa together at a bar where it's revealed that Harden had been dared to go after her. Harden promises his feelings are real while Tessa cries. She goes home to be comforted by her mom and apologizes to Noah. Back at school, a professor gives Harden's paper to her, which is about how he... <laughs> How he believes in love now that he's met Tessa. The final scene is Tessa and Harden sitting down in front of the lake. Do you want to say who Molly is? Molly is part of the crew. Like, And at the beginning, we see her making out with Harden. And so I think she's probably jealous. Or are they making out? Yeah, they make out I can't remember that. at the party. Anyway. Which I guess is just normal if you're Harden. Because he's like kind of a slut. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. But she's angry scene. at her... Okay. <laughs> well, first I said, um, I guess this is after the sex scene, but I said, is fooling around in a bathtub fun? No. Because after they have sex for the first time, they bathe together. What? Well, it's fine to bathe together. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but not to, not, not to, to, try to insert. Have sex there should be no insertion in <laughs> bodies of water. Oh, my God. <laughs> You mean, like, health-wise, or you mean, like, you don't like it? Like, comfort. Wet plus wet yeah, is bad. If you use silicone-based lube, it's okay. Okay. But, like, writing I, but, it like down. I wouldn't like it. But, like, I wouldn't like it anyway. Um, it, It's just cold. Oh, it's cold. <laughs> also, ba bathtubs are always way too small. It's bathtubs are like, small even just for, like, one human. Here's my question, too. It's, like, if there's, like, soapy water in the bathtub, like, then it's, like, getting all up in places that it maybe shouldn't. And yeah. that's, like, bad for your pH levels. Uh, what did you want to say about the sex scene? It's so boring. My biggest complaint about this movie is I was excited. I was like, it's going to be sexy and bad. Yeah. I'm down. I want to see some sexiness. You don't see anything. It's so short. It's it's like she's just like 
I want to do it. And then he's like, are you sure? And then he takes out the condom, which I guess is good. And then she's just like the classic go slow, which is so He also like, opens it with his teeth, which you're not supposed to do. And then it stops. Like you don't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> I for, feel For creepy, a movie but... that like is marketed to be very hot and steamy for teens, like based on like the cover art and like the, like, I don't know, just like the way I, I've heard about this from other people. They're like, it's kind of like 50 shades for teen. And it's like, it's really not like in some ways kissing booth has more like i don't know yeah female gaze like guys like shirtless and stuff like and you see them like in <laughs> in a sexual position nude which is yeah, like, really haunting they really, <laughs> they they really don't do a lot they also they also do another kissing booth move which is like they just, like, throw in something incredibly dark about a character in order yes. to, like, make things more serious, which totally. is that, like, Hardin's mom was maybe raped? It's unclear. <laughs> it, it was, like, this weird transactional thing where, like, not trying, whatever. His dad was drunk, and he owed something to these men. That's what I mean by transactional. And they, <laughs> and they came back to the house to go get it, but instead his dad wasn't there. His mom was. And he's like, I tried to fight them off, but I couldn't. It was a transactional relationship, <laughs> By which you meant he owed something to the men. Well, he just trails off. He's like, and I couldn't fight them off, and blah, blah, blah. Nothing happens. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, I think the way that they shoot, like, any of the sort of romantic, like, longing scenes is, like, a music video or, like, the karaoke B-roll because it's just, like, film of, like, their heads and they're, like, looking, like, the back, like, above their ear, <laughs> You just see that over and over again, and, like, they at least, they didn't even show us him shirtless. Yeah. Like, at all. Although we do see a lot of his big boat tattoo. <laughs> there's so much, also, there's so much slow, okay. there's so much slow kissing. They spend a lot of time in the, I've heard it called the kiss or hit uh, space. Ooh. Kiss or hit. They because didn't... it might be a kiss or a hit. Yeah. And they spend, like, just so much time there, and that's what makes up, like, 20 minutes of the movie. Which I sort of cut. We argued over whether we like his boat tattoo. He has like a like Spanish galleon like on the back of one shoulder and I don't like it. I don't it. know what the word galleon means. It's just like a type of ship that was for like trading. I think it's cool. I'm going to get it. I don't like it. Um, I will say that like, so then she she freaks out because of the texts. I do like have a story where I like flew off the handle in college for no reason because like I was texting this this would happen all the time because I'm a big texter and Nate is not and so I always was convinced he was like dying or something yeah. like I was just like worried that he and his friends were drinking and like something dangerous was happening um and then he wasn't responding and then I came to his frat and he was like playing beer pong, beer pong with like friends and like happened to be beside a girl that he like didn't know <laughs> but i was like this is it i'm like in a teen movie and i like got mad and he was like i i just honestly like didn't check my phone i'm sorry like i you know some people just don't check their phone when they're yeah. out. it's it's fine um but i you know i have i've been upset i have not been so upset that i like stand in the rain and like run away in the rain which is what she does yeah i'm trying to i feel like i've discovered <sighs> You're like, imagine my, if you had your phone and it was just like getting soaked in the rain. Yeah, that's terrible. My theory about looking at people's text messages is, mm -hmm. first of all, if you're young, like, yeah, we all go through that phase. But it's like, <laughs> you're trying to hurt yourself. Like, you're, you you want to find something. Like, you, like, it's a self, it's a masochistic thing. Like, you shouldn't do that if you trust someone. They also, 
even in their fight, they're they're like speaking. They're not speaking slowly, but they're just like the conversation is not filmed with any speed and like a, like acceleration. Like one thing I said about this is that there's too many pauses and like slow moments. So Jane said that like if this were an episode of the pod, I would just edit them all. Out. Yeah, this <laughs> the movie would like be like twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's so slow. We see so much of the the hesitation and the waiting and the nervousness, but but not much happens. Um, the most exciting part by far is the reveal, which is when she like goes to the bar and Molly is like, "Are you gonna tell her?" And I actually got really excited because I was like, "There's gonna be something juicy." There's a plot. <laughs> and then the whole thing is that he'd been dared to go after her, which is so <laughs> been done. I mean, we did. She's all that, and he's all that. And Jane was like, "If that were me, like." I'd be fine with it. <laughs> I said I would be fine, and Nate didn't buy it. Nate was like, "Well, I think eventually, because like the thing is, their feelings are so clearly real." It was so long ago. <laughs> it was like a month earlier. Not in love, and they obviously like have spent so much time to get. Like it's just obvious. He I wants to live with her. Like that's not a joke. And he's currently living with her. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't do that as a joke. Uh, anyway, we also saw that he maybe has a Hebrew tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get... It looks like... That one I'm neutral on. Maybe I'll have to look it up. That one's one of his better tattoos. The you're, one okay I, with he, you're okay with um word tattoos? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> depends. Yeah, agreed. Um, I... Uh, one of his tattoos that I did like that Jane didn't like was like three monkeys and they're doing the like hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. It looks like emoji. <laughs> it looks like emoji to me. Okay. I don't want emoji on um, me. Another like like subplot here is that she wants she wants to be an econ major at first because of her mom. Oh. Um, and then she switches to English major after she breaks up with him, and she takes up an offer from his dad to intern for a publishing company of mm. his dad's friend but then i didn't realize like the publishing company is just like in their college town i i don't know what i pardon has a british accent and his dad doesn't so it just does it feels very confusing. yeah and he's like you should see where my mom my mom is <laughs> in like the shithole in london in london um my dad was at the pub <laughs> <laughs> but yeah again like his dad is not british so are we supposed to believe that like his dad i don't know anyway um visa I said, issues i said they should give they should give landon more screen time to give her more character development but really there's just no plot yeah landon doesn't do anything he's just there to um like facilitate her relationship with harden like so, it would be more interesting if he were in love with her. Like, anything. Anything would have been more interesting. The ending is that he gives... Or he turns in an essay for the Pride and Prejudice class. Right. And I just touched feet. <laughs> that has never happened during a podcast recording before. Well, we've never been in the same room. Yeah, but even... Uh, anyway. Um, we've never touched <laughs> someone else's foot? No, we've never touched feet during a pod recording. Ever. Yeah. Anyway, um... <laughs> The essay is supposed to be about Pride and Prejudice, but he basically writes it about how everything changed because he met Tessa, which doesn't make sense. But also he start in the start of the essay, he's like, I thought I'd read every novel about love ever. And I wanted to say that I think it's weird when guys casually talk about books and say novels instead of books. I think it's normal. I think it's not normal. Like I, I knew I knew one person, I'm not gonna say who it is because I feel like I'm dunking on them. But I, I knew one person who was like, 
I don't like novels. And I was like, you mean like books? But it means like, fiction. He was like, no, he meant fiction. But like, just say that. Maybe it's a British thing. Um, this person wasn't. I have a question about <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. When you think of Pride and Prejudice, like what I think of is, a, is like criticism of like a satire of wealth. Right? Of like, of like of class like, system? Cla- like the way people treated marriage, like, like marriage as a social uh, yeah. system. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, you're saying like, what would I write for an essay? <laughs> yeah, what would you, wait, can I just say that once I wrote an essay and my- About Pride and Prejudice? No. <gasps> and my, my conclusion was, and that's what makes this novel, novel. And I remember <gasps> my teacher wrote a little smiley face next to it. And the teacher was like super depresso, like <laughs> drinking a cocktail while she read, she graded she your like, paper. <laughs> No one, no one who's listening knows what I did. Suck it. Yep, you gotta watch the video. Like to watch the video, we haven't been doing enough like video things. Um. <laughs> anyway, the the main thing we noticed was that we have opposite tastes in men's tattoos, but also we were like, "Is this the actor's tattoos?" I'm an idiot and was like, "They're his. They're n- <laughs> none of them are his. They look really like they look real to me." But the the other sort of like upsetting thing is that there's two more installments of this, and so like they didn't really feel the need to end it with like any good ending. Honestly. No, they just it's show bad. up. It's it's really bad. It's written specifically for a sequel. It's... And there's a prequel. <gasps> Why? Wait, what is it about? Is it about Harden? No, I don't know. But there's two sequels and a prequel. The prequel is like truly shocking. Wait, there's two sequels and they're working on another sequel and prequel. But like about what? <laughs> like it makes sense to have a prequel for Hunger Games sort of because there's like a new world but this is just Um, the college? After We Collided is still about college. Okay, cool. Can we answer the three questions? Okay. We've come to the end. We're going to answer three questions. The first question is is this movie good or bad? It's really bad. There's not a lot there's not enough going on. The characters are very, very superficial. It's just the bad boy and the good girl. It's You've heard it all before. The promise of sexiness is unfulfilled and immature, and it's so slow. It's not horny. And I I, I don't even think it... Okay, I think back to when we watched the kissing, the first kissing booth for the first time, and I think that movie was so bad, but so interesting. Like, it was just, like, not boring. So offensive. It was not boring, and it, like, truly upset me in good, like, in just, like, it just, like, surprised me and upset me. Right. This was not surprising. I will say, like, they do have chemistry, and there is some horniness, but it's not followed up by any deeper connection Which or is, anything. It's also interesting to me, because so much of my, like, reason for reading fan fiction as a teen was like the horniness and so like i don't feel this delivered in terms of like being a fanfic even mm, like that's true fan fiction is supposed to be about horniness but maybe the original one they did you know dirty things with harry styles anyway we have to read passages the second one is do you like this movie i didn't like it um i did get to watch this with isa so that was yes. fun and your cousins who are really loud and like involved <laughs> so there's like a lot of screaming denise was like on the floor yeah denise like literally fell on the floor oh because we kept like calling what would happen next and it was always like exactly right which sucks like but then Denise, like, threw herself on the ground. <laughs> um, there wasn't enough sex. It was too slow. I th- I think I would have enjoyed it so much more if it was faster and there was more sex. They didn't even need to Same. They didn't even need to make it better. They don't even need to make the plot better if there was just more sex. Because if you think about Fifty Shades, like, Fifty Shades also has a bad plot. But, I mean, I know that it's supposed to be a, a really bad representation of BDSM. But, like, 
the BDSM is like why people watch it, right? Like they're like, ooh, I haven't seen this in like a rom com before. Mm, wait, wait, Fifty Shades of Rom Com. I've never seen it, but I don't think it's a rom com. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've never seen this in like a rom- in like a romance movie. Do you remember is Fifty no, Shades of Rom Com? No, it's not. But do you remember? There's like a clip of Anne Hathaway on some show, on some talk show, and they're like, "What's your favorite rom com?" And she said, "Gone Girl." <gasps> and the audience was just like. <laughs> And everyone was like, and she was like, what? So I don't know if she was oh, just... Oh, was she being funny? I don't know. Oh. She might have been. I kind of think she's smart. That's pretty fun. Um. Sorry. Anyway, my point was like, there's no... If you're going to be completely bland, you have to at least be softcore porn. Anyway, uh, what type of teen is this movie for? I said it's for children or the youngest teens. Youngest teens. I think it's for everyone who read the Wattpad. That's so true. Because they're probably really excited, right? And weren't there... F- millions of clicks so that's enough oh you know what yeah. I mean? like like there's yeah, enough yeah. clicks on the show on the the story to get them the money they need to make so yeah and i think you know i would genuinely genuinely if there was like a story on the internet that was just like a fanfic and it became a movie i would genuinely be excited to go see it because just because i would feel attached or involved in some mm. way even though that's not happened anyway wait what about the twitter thing that became a movie that twitter right, story? i haven't seen it yet we were gonna go see it and then pandemic covid yeah um and i heard it was like fine anyway um what are you watching these days the only thing i've watched that since our last record was the first episode of the new sex in the city reboot and just like that and i i didn't think it was going to be good but it was like pretty pretty disappointing even with that in mind Mm. and they did a lot of like trying to be woke in ways that Mm. felt not genuine and i like samantha she's not there um so disappointing how much are they gonna make like how much content are they gonna make it's a good question like are they booked for a whole like season of this yeah And I love, I love the original Sex and the City. Like, I really, really like it. But I mean, like, no one, like, who thought this would be good? I didn't. No, but it's making money in some way. So. Yeah. Anyway. Um, what are you watching? Uh, I just finished, I like, really whipped through second season of Witcher and I was happy with it. I did talk in the last episode about how I thought they did um, the female leads makeup differently. And I still think that. They did her dirty. No, it just looked very made up in a way, very glam in like scenes that it wasn't supposed to, which obviously happens all the time in like mm-hmm. Game of Thrones and stuff. But in Game of Thrones, it's a lot of them are like royalty. So it yeah. makes sense. And so like, I don't know. I And I don't think they did that in the first season. So I don't know why it changed. Anyway, that, nobody is talking about that. Like, <laughs> I also sort of like dipped my toe into trying to go on Reddit and see what people were saying. And I Ooh. found that there's a rift in Reddit of like people who are like really faithful to the books and think mm. the show sucks. And then people who are like, no, we should just, like, accept, like, this vision and then people that are kind of in the middle. Um, so that's kind of interesting because I do want to know what things are different. Um, but I think it's a great show and I'm happy I watched it, but now I have to wait. And um, Henry Cavill is very sexy. Although they don't do as much, like, sex in this season again. Mm. Why is everyone dialing down the sex? Why do more we even sex, have this podcast? <laughs> I think I might actually watch Witcher. I would love to rewatch some with you while you're I here. Would. I would definitely, especially the first episode of the first season is fun. I would, um, I would love to watch that, but I do want to play board games tonight. That, that's yes. my like top priority. The other things I've been watching is Jane playing Mario Party. <laughs> and you play, well, we all, we all played. We all played Mario Party last night <laughs> and it was very exciting and people made interesting noises. <laughs> 
Do you want to talk about our upcoming movie? Yeah, it's called But I'm a Cheerleader. And Issa, is, it's not part of Issa's culture. She doesn't know this movie. Yeah, I don't think it made it uh, outside the U.S. I've seen it before. And I, from what I know about it, it's like a cult classic. Right, because it's not like a blockbuster. So and it Natasha might make sense. Leone. Oh, yeah, I love her. She's, she's, that's her. She's a cheerleader. I think she lives near me, maybe. No. I think so. That's really cool. Anyway, um, but also, like, I think that the, the listeners may be concerned that we don't have any roll call or anything like that in this episode, and that's because we recorded some video content, so if you haven't seen it yet, you should go see pew, it. Pew. We also, I also have more makeup on, because it's about makeup. You have a nice natural look, but a little eyeliner. Thanks. That's great. Jane used some of my bronzer today. Too much. That was under the bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review, and please share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. I wonder if people think we memorize this. Don't. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support. Especially if you want to see videos of us wearing makeup. <laughs> Patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under the bleachers.